Today's scripture is from Luke chapter 6. Jesus said, Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The Gospel of our Lord. God's grace and peace and love to all of us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Three verses is all we get today. Be merciful, do not judge, do not condemn, forgive, and give. So let's just sit with this today. Where have you shown mercy? That word's tricky sometimes, means compassion. Where have you shown compassion? Where have you shown humanity? Who have you forgiven? Where do you judge people, not just with your words, but judging people with the things that you do not say, but you think? Who have you criticized? And where have you given, not out of obligation, but given because you are able to give, not expecting anything in return? Me too. The score is not so great, is it? Jesus says the measure you give is the measure you get back. when this is not true, when you have forgiven, but that forgiveness does not find you, when you give beyond what you can give, but you do not get back what you need. I spent most of the last week with about 30 other ELCA pastors. Through a grant, we are learning from each other how to lead in evolving congregations and communities. We meet four times over two years in our large groups and then in smaller groups monthly. My small group includes four of us, me and three female black pastors. One of them is the mother of five boys. And she was able to share with us the agony that she feels as she kisses each one of them goodbye, not knowing each day for certain if her boys will make it through the day unharmed. She spoke truths to us and told us as white people, we are not burdened with that weight of fear every day. And so I listened to Michelle and I thought, 
you are so right. I certainly know, know what it feels like to worry about my kids, but I don't fear each day for their life because of the color of their skin. I don't bear that burden like she does. And so I need to deeply listen to her. And I need to feel in my belly like she does in order for me to continue the essential work to dismantle the racism that holds this country and that holds institutions like the church. And it begins by realizing that I have to receive another story in its fullest of what she endures every day and look at how the same suffering has missed me. Where am I called to be more aware of another's burden and not to forget that they hold that every day? And that because of that burden, the world is not okay. I think of my colleague and friend as I hear these words of Jesus today, be merciful, forgive, do not judge and give. But how do we do this? Racism, gender equality, inclusion of LGBTQ, poverty, climate change, mental health, domestic abuse, health care challenges, hunger, housing, caring for aging parents, and add the trauma of a pandemic to all of this, divisions of opinions just about everywhere, the weariness of a virus that's killing us physically, emotionally, and communally. How do we make a difference? How can we make progress when it, we realize we can't even have conversations about such things when people now even in our families make our blood boil with dissension? Three verses is all we get today, but Jesus doesn't leave us with nothing. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. The image, I think, is of an ancient merchant scooping grain for purchase, squeezing and squishing as much as a cup would hold. And even then, more of the grain is spilling over, so much so that you have to catch it in the front of your cloak, like an apron. We don't so much buy grain like that, but we do buy cookies. Last time I preached on this text, the image was so vivid that I have to say it again because I can't get it out of my head. Sweet Martha's cookies at the Minnesota State Fair. My daughter took a video I want to share with you. Cone of cookies overflowing, <clears throat> even squishing the gooey goodness down 
so I can hold one more. I don't know of anyone who has not had enough of sweet Martha's. They're scattered on the ground like a carpet near its booth because the cups and the buckets have been so filled that they spill over. If you ask for one more, I am sure they would say yes. This is the world that God envisions and promises. This is the kingdom of God. When we do the things that Jesus speaks of, when we extend mercy, when we listen instead of judging and criticizing, when we forgive and when we give, we get back more than we can imagine. And then even in our attempts, the world then holds all that beauty and possibility in love like it's suspended even in the air that we breathe. Now, on our own individually, we cannot invoke this potential. But when God enters in, the Spirit of God comes along, magnifying and increasing, collaborating and opening possibility, joining our offerings to others. And that Spirit does not only use divine agency, she takes delight in taking our attempts our failings and our learnings, our small acts that don't seem like enough, our prayers and whatever we offer to create in a way that no measuring cups are required. Grains of seeds and cookies and mercy and love and forgiveness spill over so the next person simply receives it. In a couple weeks, we as a community will commit our financial gifts to Von Olivet for this next year. We're not funding a budget, we're funding a future. A future that holds so many needs, as you know, and it also holds so much opportunity. Because God is specifically calling Mount Olivet not only to give, but to receive to respond in a way that we uniquely can not only contribute to, but receive because we need to nourish our faith. We need to receive in order to continue our call. And we're a community because we need each other and we need what each of us brings. And each of you brings something so unique it's not only your financial investment, but it's your passion, it's your interest, it's your call, it's the deep need in your heart, and it's also the deep need in your neighbor's heart. I hear your prayers every week. What you are holding as people, as parents, as neighbors, as classmates, as global citizens, you have both a deep need that you were meant to contribute and also a deep need to receive. And what Jesus says to us today is that something happens when we dare to try. When we give beyond what we think we can, when we don't close ourselves off but actually open ourselves to say that love, forgiveness, and goodness can reach the limits, can reach beyond the limits we perceive. 
what comes back to us is more than can be measured. In fact, it's so much that it will need to be poured into your lap and poured into your lap of people you know and don't know and poured into the lap of the world that God loves so much. Just imagine, what does the lap of the world look like to you? Holding everything. I close by reading Jesus' words again because they hold for you both an invitation and they also hold a promise. What is God inviting you to? And what is God promising you? Jesus says, be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put in your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back.